my friends, and welcome to the Golden Hour. I am Golden Duffy, your host. For the next hour, we are going to take thought beyond. I'm going to discover and reveal things with you and for you and expand and grow together. This conversation about prosperity is one of my favorites, actually, and it's something that I've lived and I have lived the opposite of. And I'm sure you can relate that through your life, there have been times where you've had fear around money, where you've lived something less than your true potential. So today we're going to spark and ignite the fire of your true potential with this conversation because there is an energy transference when you spend your attention on things that will bring you uh, what you're looking to create. So when we spend time on things like um, our personal development or our expansion and growth or our spirituality, when we tune our attention and our focus towards those things, we actually ignite them in our lives because what we focus on expands. So if you're always focused on your problems, on your television, on your social media account, if you're always focused and all of your energy is based on just the just now, just now or your future worries or your past regrets, and you're not really focused on what you have the ability to create, you're, you're going to place yourself... Um, kind of in a cycle where you're just, life is kind of minutiae and you're not really excited about things and you're not really acting on any ideas. <clears throat> so today we're going to, we're going to respond to um, the energy field in a way that allows us to activate a signal that will bring prosperity into your life and mine. And that is super exciting. All right. So I want to just dive in super quick because I've got like so much content to uh, uncover with you. And the first thing that we need to talk about is like, what is prosperity? Like, what does prosperity mean to you? What does abundance mean to you? Many people put prosperity out there with like money, but to prosper, to be prosperous is to really ignite all of the energy in the world that you could create from your potential. So it's loving relationships, it's fulfilling work, it's contributing to the greater good, it's waking up every day and having the sense of fulfillment and growth and possibility and, um, you know, abundant health, great conversations and laughter with friends, rainbows, sunshine, flowers, and all the goodness that life has to offer. So doesn't that sound great? Like, don't you want to tune into more of that? I know I do. And I know I do. I absolutely do. Yesterday was my husband's birthday, his 53rd birthday. And we went hiking in one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in the Cleveland Forest, which is in California, um, named after Grover Cleveland. And it was incredible. There was flowing rivers and streams. And, and we felt like we were in a different state because we live in Orange County. So we're a lot of, around a lot of beaches, but we've been in a drought for a long time. So seeing running water was incredible. Just being in nature all day, submerging ourselves in nature, putting our feet in the, in the river and just feeling nature is restoring the well-being. So A number one, we got to get back to stuff like that. We got to get off our computers. We got to get out of our houses and we've got to get back into nature because nature is restorative and nature is part of our true well-being. But prosperity, what is that? Prosperity is being able to take a Monday out of our lives, take a Monday out of creating income, out of creating work, out of feeling like, you know, we have to do things and saying, you know what, today's a special day and we're going to 
we're going to take it and we're going to be prosperous with it. And it was, and it was incredible. And I'm still flying high today from it. So do more things like that. Um, <clears throat> so true prosperity is freedom. It's freedom, my friends. It's getting out of your life-sucking jobs. It's getting out of all of the things that are keeping you in a place that make you feel like you have no choice, that make you feel like you're stuck, that make you feel obligated. And it's placing yourself in the field of infinite potential, which all of these laws are going to help you to do. So... <clears throat> It's not about stuff. Like it's not about material possessions, although material possessions are part of the fun and the freedom and the experiencing life. When you have a beautiful car, I have a beautiful car. I have a Mercedes. When I get into that Mercedes, when I see my Mercedes, that was a manifestation. If you want to read about that, that's actually in my first book, Mindful Manifestation Secrets. I have the whole story in there of how I manifested my Mercedes. Yes, I have a car payment. So it wasn't given to me freely but there was a worthiness aspect that I had to raise to, to actually believe that I was worthy of this vehicle, which is amazing. It's luxury. It's beautiful. And I absolutely love it. It helps me to feel abundant every day. So this isn't about material possessions in that way. And that mindful manifestation secrets you can find on Amazon, um, mindful manifestation secrets by golden duff you have to search that it's kind of, it's kind of hidden down there, but you'll find it. <clears throat> the idea of prosperity and your infinite potential is the fact that you have this mind. You have this mind that has all of this area. It has a huge area of it, of your higher mind, of your higher consciousness that you, you have the ability to get in tuned with and create imaging, create imaginings, create visualizations that aligns you with the infinite potential of the energy field. So as we get closer to that connection, which is a spiritual connection, which is part of getting in nature, being in that spirit, you know, like there's no um, distractions. It's you in nature. When you meditate, when you sit down and quiet your mind, the same thing happens where you raise into higher states of consciousness. And this is where the field of potential exists. It's called zero state awareness. So when we connect like that, you know, we get out of the idea of fulfillment of material possessions and addictions to wanting stuff. And we get more into worthiness and connecting to something that allows more um, things that thrill us to come into our lives, which is stuff, material possessions, physical material stuff is fun. It's luxury. <clears throat> it helps you to level up in your abundance. I am surrounded by beautiful things in my home because every time I look at them, they bring me joy. When you're in a high level state of joy and appreciation and being surrounded by things that you love, guess what? You're in the vibration of prosperity and more prosperity can come. So um, you have all of this inside of you. It's just a matter of tapping into it so that you are no longer living in cycles of poverty and unworthiness that you have been taught. Yes, cycles of unworthiness and poverty have been taught. Um, your infinite mind already has all of these foundational things within you. So it's just a matter of connecting with it. It's a matter of raising your spiritual beliefs and your faith levels to the point where you can start to see physical evidence. So this happens through 
challenges. This happens through contrast. This happens through life experience. So be thankful for those things that are helping you to focus and are helping you to get out of your cycles of poverty because you're done with it. Now, I'm going to caution you just a little bit here because this has been coming up a lot for me. I see a lot of people that get really excited about this information and they start to change and they start to grow and it starts to feel good. And then something happens that is calls them back. And this may happen to you. Now, you never fully go back, but... <clears throat> Because this takes focus, because this takes determination, your mind is consistently going to try to bring you back to the old ways that you were before, scared and safe. And because of that, it's challenging to continue the up levels, to continue to call yourself to more, to continue to call yourself to expand and grow. And in that, I implore you to move forward. So everything that comes to you now, recognize that how you respond is what changes. How you respond is what helps you to continue to grow. You can respond in the old ways and stay the same, or you can decide, okay, what can I do about this? And you can start to change. Um, in order to build your ideas in the infinite mind, I've got some laws. I've got seven laws for you. But in order for you to build the ideas of your mind, the infinite potential in your mind, you have to take what's happening in your mind and bridge the gap into the physical. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. So, you know, you're thinking, you're, you're, um, you're visioning. One of the biggest trip ups with people is they can't stay focused. Like they're all over the place. And I definitely did this with my Mercedes because I didn't believe I truly was worthy of a Mercedes. And I ended up buying a car, which was an Infinity, which was probably the same price, if not more, of a new Mercedes that I could have gotten if I believed I was worth it. So I was all over the place with what kind of car I could actually get instead of focusing on the one that I could get. And when I focused on the one that I could get with all of my energy, with all of my attention, within two weeks, I was in it. So this stuff works. I have proved it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, and I've seen it work in so many people's lives. So you can take me on that. All right, so we got a bit bridge the gap. How do we do this? We do this by understanding the science and spirituality of these seven laws of prosperity. First of all, you've got to grasp the concept that you already are this, that you already have everything within you. You have to stop seeking without and start looking within. Because when we're looking without, when we're trying to get, when we're trying to when we're in desperation, we're chasing the energy field. When we go within and start activating the energy within us, that's when we start calling on infinite potential and all the universal laws and the co-creation of this universe, God, source, whatever you like to call it. That's when we start really, really activating energy. Okay. Let me just make sure that we're in a good place here. We are good. Okay. So now, uh, there is a science, but there is also some very important spiritual components that we're going to go over that help you align your energy field to the miraculous. Knowing who you are and the connection you have to infinite wisdom and intelligence is it's, it's everything. It's everything. And you're not going to get there when you're running around in the world. You're going to get there by going within, by being quiet, by activating that energy within you, raising your higher consciousness. I do have a meditation teaching that I will put up here right now. 
if I can find it. Uh, this is on my website. So just go to my website, livelifegolden.com and look up meditation teaching keys to the kingdom, I think it's called. And that will teach you how to get that quieted mind. I also have <clears throat> my 21 day abundance activation is coming up really soon on May 1st. <clears throat> you want to be a part of this. You definitely want to be a part of this. Here's the link. I can only take 20 people. It's on WhatsApp. And every single day, we're going to commit to putting ourselves, tuning ourselves into the frequency of abundance. You want to be part of this. It's absolutely incredible. I've already done it with one group. I'm going to grab some water because, wow, <clears throat> I got some energy clearing here for somebody. Yes, that happens to me sometimes where I clear energy for people who are listening. You're welcome. All right, somebody needs to clear some throat chakra stuff and, and really, really <clears throat> let go of this stuff that's causing you to be blocked. All right, so let's move on. Okay, so new, knowing who you are, tuning into the prosperity con consciousness within you means letting go of all the ways you doubt yourself, letting go, beating yourself up, degrading yourself, all these things that drop your vibration. Letting go of patterns in cycles of never having enough means letting go of not feeling that you are enough, running around, expending your energy, trying to prove yourself, please others, obligating your life to causes that do not add to your prosperity consciousness. Now, many of you have what I like to call PTSD. I've had it as well, not <clears throat> to compare it to anyone who's been in the military, but it's similar. You go through traumas and cycles of poverty and things that happen to you when you didn't have enough. You've got a lot of fear running underneath your body from this. So it's that fight or flight that happens when you feel like you're not going to have enough. You feel like you can't pay that bill. Now, I want you to look back over the course of your life and recognize that You've always had what you've needed. You've always had what you've needed. And I'm talking to you in a way that can help you to see that poverty consciousness is what keeps you in cycles of not having enough, not believing you're worth it, doubting yourself, beating yourself up. All of these things are going to keep you in these cycles. Uh, many of you have a fear of success and a fear of failure, a fear of being seen and a fear of making mistakes. Um, I actually thought yet the other day I was thinking about a teacher I had and when you got an answer, like she would be staring at you for you to understand. And you went, oh, I get it. She would say, said the blind man as he picked up his hammer and saw. And it was just so, it was degrading and you were embarrassed and you felt like, you felt like a fool. So <clears throat> that's there for me. Like I just picked up on that recently. That fear of making a mistake is when we raised our hand and we had the wrong answer or when the teacher called on us and we didn't have the answer. All of those things are still within you that are blocking you from actually working from your ideas, which is one of the laws. Okay, so allowing wounds and traumas to continue to create cycles, letting go of self-hate that sabotages your success, understanding that you are worthy just for being and letting go of your past that has kept you that way, letting go of your worries about the future, and letting go of the cycles that are happening right now that are not providing you proof that you truly are a prosperous being, that you truly have the ability to become prosperous in this life, in this life. All right, let me just check real quick. Mallory, yay! Thanks for being here. Okay, going on. 
Um, you never have an idea that you can't manifest. Yeah, I know that sounds crazy, right? You never have an idea that you can't manifest. The reason why is because of the infinite potential. So we are co-creating with this infinite field. When we get ideas, there is already a map for us to follow. All we have to do is start taking steps forward. We don't have to know how to get from A to C. We just have to take the step from A to B, and then the rest of it will be revealed to us as we put our trust and faith forward on the ride. Um, your faith is key to unleashing the power within that transcends your human limitation. I can't say enough about faith. I can't say enough about how my faith has grown. Read Mindful Manifestation. It's all about our journey from moving to Connecticut to California on a wing and a prayer, baby, and on faith that was un founded. You know, it's that faith that moves mountains. It's that faith that brings in miracles. It's trusting that you will always have what you need to move forward. Um, when you have a desire, as you begin wishing, this wishing has you relying on outside sources. When you're begging God, when you're pleading, when you're in the lack of what you have the potential to create, that field of potential is always available to you. You just have been taught weird ways of getting to it, really strange ways of getting to it, that things are outside of you that have to grant you wishes. Remember the genie, right? The genie, you got to rub the lamp and you get three wishes. A lot of our religions and our practices when we were growing up taught us that we don't really get a say, that we don't really have control, that other people know better than us, that God knows better than us. And the truth is, if you have an idea, that idea came from somewhere, that came from higher consciousness, that came from infinite potential, and just taking the steps forward will show you the physical evidence of you having the ability to create it. Um, so you, okay, so then once you start having a desire, right? And you start, I really wish this could happen. I really wish this could happen. That energy starts something, right? It starts the infinite potential, right? It, it starts revving the engines. If you could stay focused and determined on what you want to create by visualizing, by imagining, by staying with this energy, you would start to see evidence of it in your physical world. The problem you probably have had up until now, or maybe you're brand new to this, is that oftentimes you don't see physical evidence and you retreat back and say, forget it. And you give up on it. See this wave behind me? This is all about creating. When we start to have feelings and energies and emotions towards our ideas, this wave starts. It starts. And if we want to continue the wave and have it break down into physical evidence and become matter, we have to stay focused and determined on those ideas and bringing them into fruition, whatever it takes. <clears throat> whatever it takes. It doesn't have to be hard work necessarily. It's not supposed to be hard, but it is supposed to take a determination and a focus towards that energy. Many of us have way too many irons in the fire. We've got way too much focus in way too many directions, especially now with all the things that call to us. So Everything starts in your mind. The ideas start in your mind. So here, your health, your relationships, intelligence, and finances 
are determined by the ideas you give your attention to. So that's what everything, so think about that. Think about what you focus on in your life. Do you focus on on things that are not of high vibration? Do you give your attention and energy away to things that don't fill you up? You know, I've talked about this before and I probably will say it on every show. You know, going through your social media feed is a dopamine dump, which means you are dumping the really good hormones in your body, which means you won't have them for other things. Yeah. So you're depleting your dopamine by doing things that give you a little bit of a charge, but don't fulfill you. They don't bring you a feeling of fulfillment and financial gain and peace and wonder and love and sunshine and nature. They don't give you that. So pay attention to what, you know, if you were to break down your day, this is a great exercise to do. Break down your day and look at all your segments throughout the day. So what do you do in the morning? What do you do in the mid morning? What do you do in the afternoon? What do you do in the mid afternoon? You know, look at all the ways and tally up every minute of every day and look at all the ways you are squandering your infinite potential. Look at all the ways you're squandering your energy field by giving attention away to other things. All right, so we're going to jump into the laws. I got to get through these. Vacuum law. This is a cool law. You ready for this? You can't attract the positive while holding on to the negative. So this goes right in line with what I was just saying. You must make room for the good to come into your life by letting go of the things that are sucking from your energy field and aren't giving you the field of potential in a way that are not giving you time to work from the field of potential. So this would be relationships that aren't working, jobs that are sucking the life out of you. Now, I'm not telling you to quit your job. Everybody needs to make money and pay their bills. I get it. But what can you do that would start activating ideas that would make that job not necessary anymore? We have to focus on that. If we just go to work, come home, watch TV, go to bed and do it all over again, nothing's going to change. Activities and substances that are eating up your energy and are toxic to your vibration. So this would be spending too much time on TV. This would be alcohol, um, any kind of drugs that lower your vibration. Look into vibration when it comes to substances you're putting in your body. You know, high doses of sugar, that's releasing dopamine in your body. Believe me, I'm trying to let that one go. I got a gummy bear problem right now. It's not a problem. I just need to gain, I just need to gain my gain my control over it. Um, so all the things that are lowering your vibration that are that are releasing these hormones that aren't supporting the dreams and the energy of what you're looking to create. So if you have um, a lot of old clothes or a lot of old shoes and you want new clothes and you want new shoes, you've got to release some of those, give them away. It's the law of vacuum. If you want, um, this is interesting. I have a lot of people who are looking for new relationships, you know, they're single and, um, but their lives are super full. There's no, there's actually no room in their life for anyone else. So you have to make room. I have a friend who bought a new bed in anticipation of a new relationship. Guess what she manifested like the next month? An incredible relationship. So 
you have to create the vacuum and the energy field to trust that something new is coming in. Also, when you're holding on to victimhood, there is no room for power and victory in your life. So victimhood goes along with energies of, I can't do it, blaming others, I wasn't dealt the right cards in life. All of that stuff will keep you in victimhood. This applies to your health, giving your power away to sickness. Um, any substance, giving your power away to addiction, poverty, giving your power away to not having enough and not believing or trusting that you are worthy of more. Relationships, believing you are obligated and stuck in them. <clears throat> Take a look at that because a lot of your relationships may be lowering your vibration and not allow, and, and I'm not saying to cut people out of your life. I am not saying that. What I am saying is just be careful what you do with your time. You are not obligated to spend enormous amounts of time with people who are not giving you an even exchange of energy. If you are feeling depleted from these relationships, start to trim them down a little bit so you have energy for other things. Anything that takes your power away and doesn't allow the good stuff to come in is what needs to go to allow this vacuum to provide for good things for you. So let the negative go so the positive can come in. The other thing that happens with this is you're raising your vibration. So all of the low vibratory stuff needs to go. You know, the energy that you spend talking about your problems. You know, they always say, misery loves company. What do your conversations sound like? You're talking about what's making you miserable? Guess what? You're activating more of that. So you've got to let those things go to allow new things. You will have huge chunks of time if you do this. You will have time like you never thought you had before. Um, let go of TV and go to bed early. What are you gaining from TV? And I'm a TV person. I love TV. I love to just relax at the end of the day and just let other people entertain me. I mostly watch funny stuff. Uh, it's a way for my husband and I to just chill out. But how much time would we have if we didn't do that? So pay attention to that. We do go to bed really early and we do get up really early. And I feel like those hours in the morning when we get up at 4 a.m., those are priceless because there's no emails coming in. There's no, there's no distractions. We can just work out. We can meditate. We can do the things that are going to provide us with a strong vibration to work on our ideas. Law of circulation. This is a great one. Law of circulation is circulating money and not being afraid to spend it. That's what activates movement. This doesn't mean you spend yourself into abundance. You can't do that because it comes from your feelings. You have to feel it first and you have to have the faith and the trust for this to work. It still works even if you don't because you're expanding and growing and you're progressing on this journey. So the law of circulation means everything is always moving and always transforming. So as you spend, the law of circulation means money's not stagnating. It's not stuck. You're not afraid to let it go. So the energy frees up and then the flow of money can come to you. So great example of this. Right when we moved from Connecticut to California, we were having a little trouble paying our bills. We haven't my we had no jobs. Uh, my husband was just kind of getting his stuff going. He was working for someone. He wasn't making enough money. And every day was like an adventure of like how to pay the bills and how to put food on the table. I'm not even kidding you. I've done this twice in my life, and this time I did it better for sure. And this was about geez, seven years ago, eight years ago. So um 
what happened was I went to the grocery store. I had $40 in my bank account and I had to buy some things for dinner. And I literally had this feeling of abundance as I'm walking through the grocery store. And I asked myself, what would be the most abundant thing that I could buy right now that would bring me joy to cook, that would bring me joy to eat and provide for my family? So I went and I bought shrimp and langostinos, which langostinos are kind of like lobster and they make this stir fry with it, which we all love. So I bought it and I was feeling so good and literally wiped out my bank account. As I'm walking out of Trader Joe's, I look on the ground and there's a hundred dollar bill on the ground. And I looked up and I knew, I knew, and this came at a time when we needed this message. So this is what grew my faith exponentially. I picked up that hundred dollars. I said, thank you. I went home and I told my husband and he said, we are going to be fine. We are going to be fine. We are provided for. We are supported. We are loved. And we trusted. And as we kept doing that and trusting and having faith, paying our bills when we had the money, not trying to constrict, not being in fear, every day that I woke up and my bank account was either zero or minus, by the end of the day, there would be money in it. Like money would come in the mailbox miraculously. Happens to me so many times that my faith grew exponentially to the point where I can have this conversation from a different level of my vibration because I really truly believe in the energy of prosperity and abundance when you put out the law of circulation. So don't be afraid to pay your bills. Don't be afraid to circulate money. Look at your bills and your debts as blessings. Like think about the stuff that's on your credit card and think about what you bought with it. You know, if you're really like keeping track here, those were blessings that you were allowed to purchase, that you were allowed to create abundance with vacations, whatever you use that for, that allowed you to create blessings. So feel like your bills are blessings and that gratitude will create more circulation. All right. The law of visualization, imagining the imaging law. This is the law of correspondence at its finest. This is when we're sending the signals out to the universe, putting our order in just like Amazon. We're putting our order in with the universe. So prosperity is created in the mind first, which means when we do things in our minds, we're working with the field of infinite potential. This is huge. And this is the part that people don't focus on enough. It's the feeling you have when you're doing this. It's not just having pictures in your mind. It's evoking the emotions and imagining what that will feel like. When I did this with my Mercedes, I started to see the keys in my hand. I used to walk every day at this place and I started to imagine the keys in my hand. I started to see myself looking out of the windshield and my hands on the steering wheel. I actually started to become this person who felt it, who was in it, who understood it. When I saw my car, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, there's my car. I'd be like, there's my car. Like That's how I would feel if I saw a car that was like mine that I was driving. So... Scripting is a great way where you actually, every morning, you write exactly how you want your life to be as if you're already in it and how it 
feels. I am sitting on a tropical island um, drinking a pina colada and I am feeling the sun on my skin and I'm feeling the wind and my beautiful partner is beside me and I'm feeling so loved and, and our beautiful lunch comes and all just as detailed as you can get in the most feeling place that you can get. When you spend time there, you're in the field of potential and you're actually creating from it. Imagining affirmations. Affirmations are good if you can feel them, if you can really feel them. If you say, I am prosperous and I am abundant and I am powerful, and the next thought you have is, no, you're not, you're a loser, then that affirmation has just been negated by that secondary thought. So that's the wave. We got to keep that wave going. So yes, they say over time, as you say it, you will start to believe it. But if there's no feeling behind it, there's no energy behind it because the feeling is the energy in motion, emotion. Uh, yep. Emotion or energies in motion. So you got to feel it if you want it to come. All right, the laws of ideas or inspired action. So in our potential, there's always ideas coming, right? And in those ideas, we have the ability and the choice to grab an idea and start running with it. So now what I do is I'll get an idea for a program and I'll throw it out there to people before I have it created. I know it sounds crazy and it's nuts. And how do you sell something that's not even created yet? I have faith and I trust that that idea, if I let it go, then I lost the potential that that idea would give me. I just did this with my abundance group. Here's my 21 day abundance activation that starts on May 1st. It takes part in WhatsApp and it's self-guided. So you're not going to have me, you know, you're not going to be on Zoom calls with me. This is like a little group of people and we connect every day. We do a little activity on our own and we do a meditation that I created for you that will tune you into abundance. The idea of this, this, this idea of tuning into abundance every day is what's going to put you in the infinite potential of ideas and help you to start acting on them. So that that activation was on the heels of doing a 21-day guided meditation with a friend, abundance meditation uh, given by Deepak Chopra. And on the fourth day, we were supposed to create a group of our own. And I didn't, I didn't, I, it was, the group was great and everything. I wanted to do my own thing with it. So I didn't feel right to like send out Deepak Chopra stuff. I'm like, I got to do my own thing with this. So I put it out there. I got 14 people. I had to create it. So every day I was creating something new. And let me tell you how much stuff came through from that and how much I learned and how much I grew and how much I gave. And it was amazing. So, um, it's really important to be creative. It's really important to work on your inspired ideas because those inspired ideas are coming from somewhere and don't let yourself be talked out of them. When you call something into the physical, it's not because God or the universe grants it to you. It's because you are the physical manifestation expressing ideas. That's why ideas are so important to act on because you are the physical manifestation of those ideas. You are what puts Puts those ideas into place. You create them and make them physical. Nothing else does that. You align your energy field. Yes, there is a co-creative partnership, but it can't be done without you because you have to allow it. You have to receive it. You have to be part of the creation process. Um, also, consider the creativity law 
by putting creativity into your life. So this creativity is really important. And this is why there's higher states of consciousness that we reach when we're in creativity that is very similar to meditating. It's when you lose time, right? When you value the gifts and the talents and the creativity that have been gifted to you, when you value those, guess what? The world values them as well. If you don't value them, they stagnate and the world doesn't get to receive all that you have to offer and neither do you. So that creativity is connected to your prosperity. All right. I went through that. The law of reciprocity, reciprocity, reciprocity. Love that word. Okay. The law of reciprocity, law of compensation. It's an operating principle in the universe, law of compensation. It means everything we're doing, all of our efforts, everything we are giving out to the world comes back to us. Now, the trick here with this one, the tricky part about this one is it goes positive or negative. So think about this. When you're gossiping about people, when you're throwing shade on people, when you're uh, talking about miserable things, when you're you know discussing the world issues and the news and all of that low vibration stuff, that is part of the law. You're going to, you're going to bring it right back to you. This is what you send out. Same as law of attraction. What you send out is what you bring back. So you want to be really careful with your energy field in what you focus upon. Um, every circumstance in your life right now is a result of causes you have created. I know we got to let go of that victimhood people because you are creating it. Now, if you look at a situation, you're like, there's no way I didn't have anything to do with that. And this guy came out of nowhere and he sideswiped my car and I wasn't even thinking about an accident or any. But if you really look down deep, there were things going on in your underlying vibration that created scenarios of that particular circumstance. Now, also in that particular circumstance, a lot of good can come. So I know people who have gotten brand new cars when they needed new cars because a little fender bender happened. I know a lot of different things that has actually happened to us, actually. Um, so there's a lot of different scenarios when you're when you're in this faith place and this building place, you start to see how even the things that look like challenges become wonderful things manifest from them. But if you beat yourself up and you go, I created this and it's all my fault, you're just doing yourself a disservice. So it's looking at each situation and going, all right, where is my stuff in this? First of all, what do I need to journal? I have a great thing for that. Mindful Manifestation Secrets Daily Guide and Journal. That's on Amazon as well. That's a great guide to getting to these deeper vibratory things that might be causing some havoc in your life. If you got a lot of junk going on, we got to take a look at what's creating that junk for you. And we got to start cleaning it up. Um, so doing small acts of kindness and seeing what happens is a great way to see how this law is in play. I have a friend and she said whenever she does something nice for someone and she does really nice things for people all the time, she's one of the most beautiful people I know. Um, she said it always comes back to her almost immediately. She can see it. So she'll be in the drive-thru and she'll pay for somebody's coffee before behind her and then something amazing will happen and somebody will give her a gift. Like she can see it in the universe, this, this law of compensation. <clears throat> so when we only do things in life to get money, 
we lose this law of compensation because we don't understand at the at the deeper purpose and fulfillment how giving from a place of wholeness not from trying to get but from a place of wholeness how that law of compensation works in your life <clears throat> i've been doing a podcast for 2 years totally for free right totally like i haven't i haven't the only monetary thing i've created through the podcast is when i I share programs that I do and people purchase that or my books. I sell my books. The reason why I haven't monetized that is because I didn't really want to do ads. And I'm going to do a little more of that stuff in here so that I can monetize this because it's time. It's time that all of the content, I have over hundreds of episodes there. And actually, this episode is going to be shared on that podcast because it's such an important conversation. I want my podcast listeners to hear that as well. So over the course of those two years, when I look at the law of compensation in my life, my life just continues to up-level. There continues to be more joy. There continues to be more laughter and wonderful relationships. And I relate that all to putting myself in a high vibration by sharing a gift and a passion that means so much to me. I also get incredible messages from people of their manifesting. That's currency. That's currency. And the love that I get on, on all of my social media accounts and just I, I receive a lot of love. That's compensation. It's not always money. It's things that raise your vibratory energy so that you can start creating more prosperity. And who knows what's going to come from all of it. I'm excited for more. All right. So start doing small acts of kindness. And I said, your gifts and talents need to be shared so you can activate this law more in your life. If you are good at something and you don't share it, you are shortchanging your true nature and the blessings that could flow to you. Amen on that. All right. Law of attraction. We'll just dive real quickly into law of attraction is the signal you are sending out about how you feel about yourself, how you feel about life, how what your beliefs are about what is coming to you, the law of attraction is working all the time. The signal that you send is what you bring back to your life. Um, I follow a lot of uh, neuroscientists in epigenetics, and they say 1% of disease is actually genetic. The rest of it, you're calling to yourself by believing that you're going to get things because your relatives have them. I heard a crazy thing on the... the um, TV the other day. And it said, half, over half of us will experience cancer in our lives. I'm like, holy crap, the seeds that they're planting. This is insane. We have to stop the insanity. We have to stop giving our power away over to um, medicine and over to an agenda that doesn't serve us, that doesn't allow us to recognize how miraculous our bodies are, how our cells replenish, how what we think and what we believe and how we feel is actually creating disease in our body, dis-ease in our body. What we believe about ourselves is what we create. So we've got to step more into, we've got to create more evidence. We got to do more research. We got to start tuning into the frequencies that tell us how incredible our bodies are, that tell us how we are we are a number one in what happens in our lives. We've got to start believing that and trusting that and seeing that. We will see evidence as we do. 
Okay, so law of attraction. <clears throat> what you send out is what you get back. Somebody's got to clear something on that disease trail. Yeah, we're clearing, baby. We're clearing today. All right, law of forgiveness. Oh, I love law of forgiveness. This isn't just the forgiveness of others. This is the forgiveness of yourself. If you are holding on to resentments, if you are holding on to anger, if you are holding on to regrets, Think about those things. Think about the vibratory force of those things and what they're doing to your life. Every time, every time you think of that person, every time you think of yourself in that way, think about what happens to your vibration. Also, this is really important to understand. If you could imagine that there's these, these disks around you, right? Like these spinning disks all around you. And each day and each segment, based on what you're thinking and what you're believing and what you're feeling, you're hopping onto these disks. So as you hop on a disk of misery, right? Like yesterday. Okay. So I'm walking in the woods yesterday and it's amazing. Like the flowers are incredible. There's a running river beside us. I'm with my favorite person in the whole universe and it's his birthday and I'm celebrating him. We have snacks. We have gummy bears. Okay. We have <clears throat> incredible water. We've just, we're surrounded. There's no people, which is very rare for California, but I think it was because it was a Monday. We're just in the element of feeling so good. And what keeps trying to come in to my thoughts. This show today, what I had to do today, my to-do list, all these things, getting guests, working, blah, blah. And I'm just interrupting it. And I'm going, not right now, not right now. Now is the time to be present. How often do you call yourself to the presence and get out of jumping on discs that create more energy? Think about the law of attraction. As you think a thought, another thought joins it. As you think that thought, you start getting physical evidence. So your worries, your frustrations, your um, ruminating over things that just don't make you feel good or happy, you think you got to work on those things. You're like, I got to figure this out. That's the wrong energy to come from because you're in the problem. But those discs are what will create more energy of that for you. So what discs do we want to be on? <clears throat> the highest vibrational discs are love, appreciation, <clears throat> being present, like being really present with people, hugging people. We used to, in my family, we would hug. There was like this thing that if you hugged eight times a day, it like, in, it builds your immune system. Can you believe that? Like your cells react and go, oh, we feel good. So we're going to build healthy cells. So we used to do that and we got away from it. And just the other day, we were like, we got to hug more. We got to hug more. So like every time I see my kids now, we're hugging. And my husband, we hug a lot. Hugging, loving, laughing, being lighthearted. All of those things are going to put you in a higher vibrational frequency along with forgiveness. So if you're holding on to anything that holds you apart from love, the love of yourself, the love of other people, you're doing yourself a great dis disservice. I read something once and it was like, you know, if you're if you're thinking about somebody who did something terrible to you and you're holding on to it, it's like letting them um, take up a room in your house. 
right? Because you're letting them take up a room in your mind. You're letting them suck your energy field. You don't have as much room for infinite potential when you're holding on to that. So you may think that you're punishing that person, but you're really punishing yourself. So how can you get over it? I get it. I've got a lot of trauma and a lot of crappy relationships in my past. This is how you get over it. First of all, watch my last, my um, second to last episode. It was uh, the one from last week. That's all about what your mother never told you. Watch that because that's about healing the wounds of your childhood and healing the wounds of the things that happened to you. Journal about it. Get in touch with the way you really feel about it and what it actually brings up for you. And then look at the cycles in your life and the relationships in your life that, call, that called you to that wound and start asking for it to be healed. Start deciding that you're going to heal from it. Start deciding that you're not going to to live from that wound anymore. Start deciding that you're more powerful than that. You can do that with anything. Did you know that? You're more powerful than anything. You're more powerful than alcohol. You're more powerful than negativity. You're more powerful than the negative people in your life. You're more powerful than the poverty in your life. Start recognizing that you have power over everything because you have power over your focus. You have power over your attention and that's what creates everything. And you are an infinite potential. You are the part of the infinite potential of everything that is. You are an expression of that. So of course, of course, you can create anything you want in your life. You just have to believe it and start getting in tune with it, in touch with it, and letting go of the unforgiveness. Uh, you may have unforgiveness towards yourself. You know, you may have had things in your life that you didn't do, that you didn't accomplish yet. I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how old you are right now. I have tons of stories, including like, I think the guy who created electricity was like 50 something years old. It doesn't matter how old you are. Louise Hay, she's a great example. She created Hay House Books, millions and millions. This woman did so much good in the world. Look her up. Um, she actually has some really great books out there that I love. And she is part of understanding that letting go of self-hatred and getting into self-love is part of creating the most fantastic life. She was bouncing checks at age 58. I'm only 50. So it's pretty cool. Not, and I'm not bouncing checks, but I am excited about the infinite potential of my life when I see people creating stuff like that. When I see that people, doesn't matter how old they were, when you believe, when you trust, when you have faith, you can create anything as soon as today, as soon as your next thought. Now you have momentum. It is true. You have momentum. So we've got to clean these things up. And that's what this show is all about. That's what my podcast is all about, is having these realizations and this awareness that is going to tune you into frequencies where you can start to raise your vibration. As you start to raise your consciousness, raise your vibration into new places, that's when you start creating from new potentials. So read books, read really good books. We just actually ordered a book that we read many years ago. And we were talking the other day about, you know, when you start to get to a certain place in life and things are good <clears throat> and money's there and you can kind of not do, we can't do whatever. I mean, we could do whatever we want, but we, you know, don't always do whatever we want because there's, you know, the kids and the house and the bills and all of that. But when you start to get to that place, your desire isn't as strong. 
so now we started talking about it the other day and we're like, well, we want more things. Like there's a ceiling and we want to break through this ceiling. You know, we want to create more life. We want to have freedom to do more things. I want to travel more. I want to be with my husband every day. These are things that I desire. I want to get in a huge RV and explore the country and hike in all the wonderful places. That was a new one that popped up yesterday. So we got this book. It's called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting by Lynn Grabhorn. You can get it on Amazon. It's amazing. And that was the one of the first books that we read that helped us to understand energy and how energy works. And we manifested so much stuff with this book, but we were doing the practices and our desire was super strong because that was the first time we were going through our financial crisis. That was like 2000. 10, 11, 12, something like that. 2009 was, whew, yeah. Those years were incredibly expansive and we grew a lot from, you know, bankruptcy and house foreclosure and all those things that we lived through. We started to seek the answers. We started to seek, how does the spirit, how is the science of this work? How does the spirituality of this work? I went super deep into science and then I started to bring it back to spirituality. And when you marry those two things, you are so incredibly powerful because you are connected to this infinite intelligence of wisdom that will not only give you ideas, it will set you up. It will set you up with the opportunities to create amazing things. Now, wherever you are right now, whatever's happening, whatever you're experiencing, whatever your circumstances, I promise you, you have the potential to create something new. You got to change your responses. You got to work on the inner work. You got to get focused and determined and place your attention towards those things that are going to bring you more things like it that you want in your experience. You got to get out of the negativity, man. You got to get out. You got to find a way out. And I get it. The mind is a tricky little beast. And I got to work with it every day. I got to interrupt it often. I got to have enough awareness and enough power over this mind to bring myself into these high vibrational places. I have to choose every second of every day to appreciate life. I have to choose to tune myself into the now. I got to come on here. I got to bring you guys the energy transference. And I can't do that if I'm in a crappy place. It's really challenging. So it does take work. It's not hard work, although some people would say it's hard. Um, it gets easier, I promise. It just takes focus. And it takes a determination to live a life that is more, a life of expansion and growth that you get to live, you get to be a part of, you get to do it either way. Might as well do it in the most fantastic way possible, right? That's the way I believe. That's the way I feel. And that's the way that I hope you're coming with me on, you know, like join this party because it's just getting started. That's the way I feel, you know, thinking yesterday, my husband just turned 53 and I'll be 51 this year. And we've been together since I was 14 and he was 16. We've been through some stuff, you know, and, and nobody's given us anything. We have literally found and stumbled our way and created and decided and became more and did some crazy things and took some big risks, but it has all been worth it. And I want you to come along. I want you to be on this journey with me because it's so much fun. So join my 21 day abundance activation. Uh, you can email me. Um, you can sign up on that link. I'll throw it up one more time. 
um, please come with me. It's going to be so much fun. Or just uh, message me and let me know that you want to be a part of it because it's going to be super amazing and I'm so excited. All right, you guys, I love you all. That's my show for today. Join me Thursday. My fun Friday friend is going to be on Diane. She's got incredible tips for you on how to raise your vibration. Um, she's one of my favorite people. She makes me laugh hysterically all the time. I know we're going to have fun on Thursday at noon. So join us be a part of this movement to create the most fantastic life possible. I love you all. Peace. Yeah, let's go. Whoops. Where'd we go? Here we go. All right, guys. Peace out.